0: what's good it is drew here and this will be the first episode of my podcast i already made episode one but i didn't like the way it turned out the audio was pretty bad and i kind of lost my place a lot so i decided just to remake it and so this is the remade version of episode one so if you've heard episode one then you're probably gonna just going to get a review, but this one will hopefully make a little more sense. So, first thing I talked about was the meaning of the coronavirus. Now, I'm not saying that it's like a population control type thing, but I'm not saying that it isn't either, because you think about it, it takes out the people that are weak. Like, I know that sounds kind of fucked up, but... Got like the old people with underlying health issues. You got like infant babies. So they you know, they stay weak. Baby Infant babies are weak. The old people. Of course they got you know. The health issues. So they're clearly not you know in the greatest shape. And maybe this is just a little bit of like. Cleaning up by God. He's just trying to like keep the fit people safe. And then store the people that just are wasting space i know that sounds terrible but i don't know who knows but it's also not like like you have a greater chance of dying but it's like not like a fact you're gonna die like a 20 year old that died that kind of scary because like that's mean like i could die from it like anyone could die from anything though so i guess like just a greater chance you know if i'm not that great of a chance but yeah People are actually are dying from this disease. But the reason why I think it's here, God sent it for, well, mainly because we, on our people on earth, are treating things, we're, like, putting them on a higher level than we put God. I mean, this is, like, his warning for us, like, we love sports and probably, like, worship sports, like, as just a whole, and we probably, like, give our attention to God, if you think about it on Sunday, or Sundays, that's football day, And people will be skipping church and watching football, like the one day we have set for God is the one day set for football, and so many people are picking football over God, maybe he's just like trying to take sports away from us in general just to like prove a point that we're letting sports get bigger than him, second, you got like food, I know like the, what they're called are still open, like the drive throughs I know they're still open, but, like, just, I guess gluttony, like, just people, like, eating too much. So he's, like, had to, like, close down the restaurants. Like, they ain't no more all-you-can-eat buffet now, huh? Yeah, it's fucking right. No more fucking buffets. You can't go inside. But, I mean, I guess, like, you still kind of go to McDonald's and order it. But who knows before long, that might be banned as well, where you can't even order something from, like, a drive-thru where it's, like, in contact with someone else. Who knows, but maybe that's another reason why we give sports too much, uh, power. We, like, gluttony, bro. We just be eating too much. We're like, worshipping food, almost, in a way. Uh, then after that, another reason why I think Corona might be here. Uh, I can, okay, wait. So, we got the sports. We got the food. Aha. Uh-huh. And then we got, like, we, uh be, like, hanging out too much, like, too much, like, partying, like, as a nation, like, we're just too crazy, we just need to, like, something to, like, reset, like, tell us to, like, stay the fuck home, like, all we be doing is just, like, going out and partying, like, doing just stupid-ass shit, so I think he's just trying to, like, send us a warning that we gotta, like, quit, or just, like, kind of change our ways a little bit, because this is, not like, not the plan he yet, I mean, clearly, like, a reason for being here is to be like disciples of him like grow our relationship and spread his news and his work and all that but it seems like we're letting these other things get bigger than that and he's just like try, trying to remind us like yo I will take this shit away from you and then you got and then you have nothing like if I take this away from you you guys have nothing so just like it's like just getting a taste of what it'd be like and just giving us a warning like he could take away sports he could take away all that food, and he could take away our friends that we just be spending too much time to, for. Like, first off, you got your bad influences that'll like change your ways. Like, that's a bad, like, that's you yeah. got someone like changing who you are and what you do, like decisions you make. Be from someone that's like, don't do a whole lot, and then you the next thing you know, you're on these people and you just completely change. And, like, those people are, t- are taking you off the path I got, how that God had you set at. And then, of course, there's just, like, not even just people. It's just new circumstance. And uh just, like, not staying put and moving, I guess, but moving in the wrong direction. And maybe he's just trying to stop some people moving in the wrong direction just by giving them a, a time to, like, break. And just, they just giving the whole world, like, we're going the wrong way and just trying to give us a chance to... Recollect ourselves and put us in the position that we need to be in, not the position that we're currently in. Because the earth is not going in the right direction, like, with all this, at least in God's eyes, nothing is going in the right direction. Like, all the just craziness, like, just, just how soft everybody is, and just about everything and just making everything so normalized and stuff and just making a big deal out of things that should be made a big deal out of. There's nothing you can do about it. Like that's just how the world is. And you can't really like I said, we can't really fix it, so you just kinda kinda roll with it for a while, but you can't change the world honestly. One person really can't. It's just gotta be like multiple people have to pick up and just keep spreading it and spreading it. But just the world's not going in the right direction. And maybe just trying to, hopefully people just subconsciously decide to uh, switch. And so yeah, that's my thoughts and opinions on the coronavirus. Just you know, I I don't know think he really believes in like doing this for population control because it doesn't kill them off that hard. So I don't think it's like a natural selection like reap and weep them, them and weep them, you know just keep the best here, take out the like the weak because like unhealthy, like, people still survive. It's so, like only the healthy people. Now, if, like, this disease came through and, like, only, like, the healthiest people survived, then, duh, clearly, God's just trying to make the human race just, like, evolve to an even higher level. But, I don't think that's the case, so. I don't think population control is part of the corona, or a reason why. So, yeah, you got your reasons. You got your sports getting too big, take those away. People we paying too much attention to the food. we try to take that away. And we've been giving our friends too much attention. Where they might take us, as far away as possible. So he's just giving us a chance to reset. So that is my thoughts and opinions on what the corona is or what it can mean. Just like, it's interesting because, like I said, it's not that super deadly. But it's made everything like stop. Everything has stopped. I remember when, like, the swine flu was around. Like, they just talked about how bad it was. But that's it. Like, Nothing else. Now, here we are, a disease that... barely kills... Excuse me. Barely kills... anyone that's decently aged and fairly healthy. But yet, it's... close on everything. Like, just... It's insane. What, uh this disease or this virus is doing but it'd be different if like you have like if like Ebola was just contagious if Ebola was just contagious uh I don't really want to know how we'd be reacting like everyone would be balls to the wall and trying to figure out that cure like that's what everyone would be interested in I would be quarantined you bet you I will I will never leave my house if Ebola got that contagious like, Ebola will kill you. At has a really good... A really, really high chance. And it's not the chances that you want to take, but... I don't think that's going to happen, luckily. Yeah, if we keep, if we keep fucking up, maybe... I'll send an Ebola... A very contagious Ebola just to... Try to leave some people, I guess, the people he wants to leave. Like, 70% of the population would be dead. So, I don't know if that's what he's about, but who knows? Maybe that's what he is about. Mm. But I think we're going down the wrong path And we can change But it's going to have to be together Not just one Because I don't think it really matters What one person really does okay, But anyways, that is enough for the corona Next, we're going to be moving on Something that's been on my mind A lot lately And it's your subconscious That's right I have no real, true information And what your subconscious does. But I have my theories now. So. What your personality is. So you have a foreground. You have your foreground and your background. Your foreground is the way you act. And the way people perceive you. And in the background is your subconscious. That makes all your decisions for you. You don't really get it. Because the foreground just takes. What the background gives them so the background has all this information about why what we think about what why we think about this what we think about that and it puts information together and gives us our decision to the forefront or to the foreground so we don't so the foreground just all it sees is decision that the subconscious makes it takes it doesn't think anything about it, it just reads it off your subconscious makes all your decisions but you don't always realize why sometimes you can like trace it back and figure out why you made that decision but then there's some decisions you just make like if someone's like hey you want a hot dog and you just say yeah and like you don't really think like oh it's because i'm hungry like you like you feel hungry when you say yes you're not like yes because i'm hungry you just say yes like your background is doing all the information like determining why you want it but all your foreground does is just give out the simplest answer or the simple of just, like, what they're trying to... The background is trying to accomplish. Your subconscious. So, that's just, like, for simple things, of course. And then, for bigger things, you know, like, uh, let's say, like, this girl, I like, asked you on a date, and you don't want to say yes. Like, you're not really sure why, but you just don't want to say yes, and so... Your forefront is just getting the information from the background. In the background, you're thinking, oh, no, she's got too big of a nose. Her eyes look too weird. Her mouth is looks weird. She has ugly teeth or whatever. But at the time, when you're making a decision, you don't psychoanalyze every little detail. You just kind of look, and you're just waiting to get an answer. And you're subconscious in the background thinking about the answer to everything. So it's like going through all oh, like, that. she got ugly eyes, ugly teeth. She's kind of mean, she's like not funny, she don't get, like, whatever, just stuff like that. Like, it's like thinking about all that stuff, but you don't know it's thinking about all that stuff. You're just waiting. Like You ever, like, when you get something asked, you just kind of, there's like a little pause, and that's just you waiting to get the decision from your subconscious. Not everybody, like, like, you know you don't just psychoanalyze every little thing right then. You wait, and you just wait for your mind to come up with the decision that's just you, your subconscious coming up with a decision. And then it gives it to your foreground to say yes or no. And sometimes you're even nice about it. You're like, oh, I don't think so. I'm busy. Or I can't. Um, I don't know. My mom said I have to help that day. Or my mom, I don't have the car that day. Or I have to stay at home. Or now oh, you can say, I'm social distancing. But the point is... You come up with your answer. Yes or no. And then... Yeah. You... Come up with it without knowing it. You give the answer. And then, yeah, you move on. That's just how your subconscious works. And it's also... It's like I said. It takes the little things and it does the big things. Well, subconscious makes every decision you'll ever make. Most of the time, you don't even... Most of the time, you just admit it. Or you don't have to admit it, but just think. Most of the time when you make a decision... You just give out an answer. You know you think about why you said the answer, but you don't know. That's because it is your subconscious. So with that being said, if you really think about stuff, then yeah, you will get what your subconscious thinks. But most of the time, if someone came up and talked to you and asked you, hey, do you want to go on a trip with me? You never met this person before. Of course you're gonna say no. But, like at the moment, you just it's just an answer. you don't really think about why, but you did it because subconsciously you're thinking you never you just met this person, you don't know if you could trust them, you don't know their personality, and like there's just stuff like that like subconsciously, you can analyze what you think, but at the time, you're just wanting an answer, and then you might leave and you think, "Why did I say that?" Then you'll think about it and and you'll either agree or disagree. But, of course, if you disagree with what you said, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you say it, yes, and then I haven't really figured that part out. I guess, like, maybe you're supposed to say no. Like, you go back and you say no. Like, you think about it. You said no, but then you think about it, you wanted to say yes. And then I guess sometimes it's not too late to change, and I guess other times it is too late to change. But like you're, but maybe like you got something confused in the back, or your environment changes. I don't, I don't know why you would change your mind after you said it because you gotta basically trust your subconscious. Actually, that is not true. Never mind. I understand your subconscious can lie to you sometimes. It can be very wrong. That is for sure. Of course, it might be wrong about other things. It just has to build off experience. Your background has to learn just as much as your foreground does. So everything you learn in your foreground just goes right back into the background. Just ready to process whatever. So, like, when you figure, like, when you're just now, like, trying to figure someone out or just talking to them or becoming friends with somebody, you're gonna start picking up on little stuff. Like, Like I noticed this person, I, I could, being with someone for, like, a week, I could tell how to piss them off the easiest. And I could just do it. I don't have to think about, like, oh, almost saying this. I could just do it. I just did it. I can just piss someone off. I I just figure it out. I don't think about how to do it, like I just want to piss them off and I'll just do exactly what I have to do subconsciously to piss them off. I'm not gonna think, Oh I gotta talk in this voice, or I have to say this, I have to say that, I just do it. And it's kinda like that. It's like when you figure someone out, you figure out what they like and what they don't like, and usually you can figure out when someone wants you to stop or keep going without like saying anything like reading body language or reading like lingo I guess. Or like, just like their dialect. Like what they say. Like what like what their words actually mean. I think you figure that out after a while. And you can tell easily by body language after a while what someone thinks. But like, you look at them and you think, oh man, they're mad. You don't think, oh, by the way their body looks, they are mad. You just think, they are mad. Because your subconscious is like, yeah, their body looks like, therefore they're mad. But all you think about is, wow, they're mad. And if you really think about it, you're like, yeah, it's their body. But at the time, you don't think about it. You just get your answer, if that makes sense. Your subconscious gives you you every answer, but you don't understand why you chose this answer. You just chose that answer. That's what I'm trying to say. Your subconscious does for your foreground, for your fore, like what you say, the way you act, your outside personality, your foreground, what people see of you, and the background is what's behind every decision you've ever made. That's what I'm trying to say. So when you make your decisions you just make them. That's That's just all we see, you just make a decision, that's it. Everyone thinks differently subconsciously, that's why like, everyone looks the same on the outside, your forefront, just you got a voice, you got two eyes, you got a nose, you're making decisions. But the reason why you said yes might be different the reason why I'd say yes for something. Or you might say yes for that, I might say no to something. It's like we're wired differently. Because not everyone has the same motive for everything. Everyone has different motives for anything they do. But like, yeah, yours might be have fun and mine might be have fun. But what we find fun might be two different reasons. Or what we do there, like what our plan is, I'll have two different, like, two different ways of having fun. It's the same spot. Like, we all have different processes individually, internally. We make a decision. It's kind of like when you pick, like, a girlfriend or just, like, I guess even the girl you want, like, you decide to marry, like, subconsciously you think, yeah, I want to date them. Like, oh, yeah, they're pretty and they're funny. like Because then they'll ask you, like, why? And then you have to subconsciously, it'll give you your answer. Like, when someone like, oh, well, I want to marry this girl, like, why do you think she's the one? And then, boom, you let your subconscious answer. Because any why question is a subconscious thing. Or how. Or any why or how. That's a subconscious question. You know, your subconscious can answer it. So are like, why do you love that girl? And you have to think. And when you go back into this, when you actually have to think get an answer, you're thinking in your subconscious. So they're like, oh, because she's cute. She's funny. She has a good sense of humor. She lost all my jokes. Uh, she's loyal. She's just whatever. Any of that, like, stuff. And, like, most of the time, you subconsciously already have what your perfect girl is that you want to marry. So, I feel like that's why people, like, when you know, you know, because subconsciously, you already have the perfect girl in your head. And when you get in that situation, you meet her. It just clicks. Like, you understand. Like, it makes sense to you. Like, you're... Already knew in the background, and once you find it, you'll know in the foreground. There's just nothing you can do about it. It's just once you know, you know. Like once you find the one, you've found the one. And some people it might be a long process, some like I said, some people they just know. And when it happens, it happens. But I think some people are born knowing what they want. And they and then when they find it, they get it. And I think some people they don't know what they want, and they're just—they're just what they think is a what what they think they want is a fluid thing, and there's always changing. Like you never for sure what you want to have, and if you do know what you want to have, then once you get it, you're gonna be set. But if what you want changes, then like I said, then clearly you just don't—you're not for a hundred percent for sure. And I think that's one thing. That definitely can change. And then there's other things. That you just think that. That'll never change at all. Like. That's kind of like one of those. Like gay straight things. Like. You come out. Or you don't. I mean. It's, you, just, you just know you're straight. And that that's it. Like there's no change in that. Like if you're straight. You're straight. And if you're gay. You're gay. And there's just no change in that. I guess you could try to change it. But it's like who you are. And so you really can't change it. So, it's another example. Like, the way you view your environment or your world can change. Like, the girl you want, that can just change through many different things. Like, your wife, like, who you dream of, that can change just through environment. But, like, stuff like, you love your parents, like, that's not going to change the environment. That's just, like, an instinct. You know? Like, stuff like that. I think everyone at the end of the day loves their parents. And they might hate them on the outside. But deep down. they think everyone realizes they're only here because of them. And you always have a, just a connection to your parents. No matter what. So. I think that uh too. So. Just. When you just make all the decisions. You don't always have to just think about it. Because you have. You're making decisions without even thinking about it and that's subconscious what's your subconscious do your subconscious I think knows a lot more or it definitely knows a lot because if it has to make all decisions it has to have a lot of information and I think there's some stuff your subconscious knows that it just does not let your forefront know there's some things it holds back like maybe that sometimes it's just little person like parts of your personality. I think there's definitely like inside of us like an alter ego and you just push him away i think that's actually like a real uh like psychology thing or like your brain keeps like your extreme um it keeps like your extreme like feelings about everything like pushed all the way down like everyone has like the different extremes like my extreme happiness will be different from someone else's extreme happiness and like Someone that gets mad more, like, their extreme, like, mad will be way different from someone else's, like, extreme mad. But I think we have all, like, those personality things that just bulge out of us. So, like, someone that's, like, really happy, like, they're definitely subconsciously, like, happier. And their extreme happiness is, like, just insane. Someone that has, like, anger issues, like, they're mad. Like, all their full mad is different from someone else's, like, full mad. Like, your emotions, I guess, can be scaled, like, how much they can feel. And I think that's something that can change too, like through like your environment and through like what, who you're with and what you do, like the amount of happiness you can have as like a little kid or say you got beat or you like, they get to eat a lot, you got bullied, like, and then you grow up and then you have like a wife and kid and like you just get better. So like, I think your amount of happiness you can have can change. And say someone, like, has, like, a mad, and they, like, go to therapy and they actually – well, that's another thing, too. I, like, hmm, I shall talk about that in a second. But just stuff like that, like, where you do something and you change, like, the, like your, how much you – emotionally, how much you can change. But that's another thing, too. I don't think your personality can really ever change. I think what the – the personality you develop at, like, 13, that's going to be your true personality – your entire life and sometimes people try to hide their true personality but i think when it comes i think there's some people that you just you're just you and you you're not hiding anything it's like you're just being yourself i think when you can realize this is who i am when you're with that person i think that's usually the one that's what i'm saying before like when people know they know like, when they can just be them without having to think about who they are, they're just them. That thing, that's when people realize this is the one. You can, if you can just say whatever and not, just not think about, like, why you're saying it. Just, just I guess, just let your subconscious talk. do Not think about what you're saying, just say it. I think that's when you know you found the one. When you can just say it. No thinking, just speaking. Just, just listen to what they have to say and then say something back. That's the one. Whenever you can do that with somebody, that's how you know you found the one. But just, just, uh, like people are so, so, so different. And it's like, you can be friends with this person, but say that person can't be friends with one of your other friends. Like, we all have each part of our bodies that can, like, match up with someone else. And that's just, like, because, like, you have some friends that don't mingle with other friends. But, like, you still are friends with both, like, probably equally. And how does that work? Like, why can't, like, all your friends be the same? I just think we all have, like, little differences that other people can just click and relate to. And it makes other stuff just, like, not matter. So, like, say you got friends that you just bond with over sports... And they got, say, you have friends that you bond over movies with. And you watch sports with those guys, and then you watch movies with these guys. You both like them the same, but together, they would not mix. It's just kind of like that. But uh, I guess that's what to do with it's your personality, too. Like you are set with that personality. Like those people you watch sports with, and you too collect on sports, he goes and watches, hangs out with dudes that read books. Like, you don't read books. But say that guy does, and so he's got friends that he reads books with. Like, everyone's got their little things that they connect with. And the people that have more stuff to connect with are better friends. And like, even in little posses, everyone's got their own, like, networking of friends. Like, every single friend has his own network of friends. Every single one. Like, you, there, there's no way you're, you and someone else are going to know the exact same people. You might know them, but, like, you have different relationships with all of them people view you differently, people view them differently, it's just how it works, but the who you are, I say it like 12, 13, 14, that's who you're gonna be for the rest of your life, and nothing will ever get changed about that, because that is you, that is what, who you were, that's who you're assigned, that's who you grow up being, that's who you grew up feeling, that is you, and there might be some parts of you that you try to hide for whatever reason, but like I said, whenever you find that your 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 one, your true you comes out. And I think once it comes out, it comes out. And they there ain't no change in that. Like once you come out, you are out. You can still be hid. Like the true you could might still be hid, but it's out. Like say you found someone that you loved and you like, oh this is gonna be the one and y'all actually thought y'all was the one. Like they were the one. Their true their true self is gonna come out if it truly is. That's going to be who they are. And not think about it. Then after that. If, if they actually think that. The true you comes out. They act like themselves. And if it doesn't work out in the end. For the both of them. Say one person didn't think the way the other person thought. That person that thought of themselves. They came out. But now, they, now they're just pushing their self. Who they are all the way down. Because now they're vulnerable. They're scared. They came out. And then they got rejected. So they're scared. They are just putting themselves away, the true them. They are putting them so far down that it will be almost impossible for it to ever come out. But in the end, they will always come out. But they at first, that's not how that works. They push themselves so far down inside of themselves that they don't know who they was anymore. They don't know who they are. They completely forget who they are. And then they just find whoever can give them a face, and that's the face they put on. So, when someone, so when something bad happens, say like a breakup, or say a lost loved one, say you just lost your grandpa, and you, you were really close, or your dad, or your mom, and y'all had like a connection together, like where, I mean, of course they're not the one, like, that's, you know, okay, whatever, but like that's your mom, and you guys share a lot of information together, and you go in, And you gave all of her that stuff, all the information, just all that stuff you could connect on her with, and she's gone just like that. And now you and all the the person you used to talk to and you could like take shelter in is gone, and then you don't have shelter anymore. And you gotta push that away. You like not having that anymore. You being so scared, and all that stuff you said is just gone. You just. You push that feeling away of just who you, just the the true you, the one you gave up to your mom or to your grandpa or whoever. You gave up your entire self of who you were. And then it's just gone. And so some people change after death. That is something that will change people. And it has. They just push themselves far and they just put on a new face. And they leave that as a chapter of them behind. That's a death. Now, girlfriend and boyfriend is different. Like I said, you, you are who you are. You can't change it. Like, at, at a certain age, like I said, you become that's who you are. But when, so whenever you give up yourself to somebody, and then they leave you, they do you wrong, you just take the real version of you that got rejected, and you just push it down so far that there will basically be no one that ever sees it again. And then you put on that new face, whatever face it is. Like I said, whoever gives you that face, you just put it on. You're just looking for something. You don't know who you are anymore. You've decided to throw who you were away. You wanted to find yourself again. Or find your new version. Or find out who you truly are. Yet you are who you truly are. And you can't change it. And you put yourself. And you you're just hiding. You're putting on this face. While yourself is just trying to climb out. And this new face don't like you. Your fucking new personality. Or the new you. You don't like real you. And every time you try to climb out, it just pushes you right back down. It don't let you be who you are. It does not. Every time it sees you stick up a hand or just move, it's just going to kick you. And it's just going to keep you there as long as possible. The new face wants to keep you down as long as possible. So there'll be one day when you realize that who you, who you are, and you'll come back out, and that face will leave. And then you can just move on with your life. But until your face comes back out. There's no possible way you can move anywhere in your actual life. It's just on pause. You can't move unless you are who you are. If you're not who you are. You're not moving. Life is beyond pause. that's, That's the truth. If you really don't know who you are. Or why. Or just anything. If you don't get it anymore then yeah you're gonna I guess you're gonna feel it or like if you just don't know who you are you're gonna have to figure out one day and you can't you can't make yourself better if you're not who you are you can't upgrade yourself unless you're being you and sometimes it takes people a long time to figure out who they are to find out that they are who they are some people honestly never even figure it out, and they live they live they live their whole life fake, and they're not happy. The only people that are happy are the people that know who they are. That's kind of why I respect all those like I guess people people who consider nerds. I mean, not nerds, but just like those people that just like play games, just keep have like weird friends and all that. I think those. I mean, those are the happy people, man. They doing what they love to do. So I think those. I mean, I respect those people because they just—they're happy. I mean, they are who they are. If you don't accept them, they don't really care a whole lot. And I think that's what it's about—just accepting who you are for who you are. And the sooner you do that, the more you can improve yourself. But the more you keep faking who you are, there ain't no way you can improve. Like you can't improve yourself if you're not playing as yourself. that would be like, go on on your Xbox, your PlayStation, playing on someone else's account, upgrading him. But then when the day is over, you got to go back to your house and play on your account. And guess what? You're still at the same place that you left at. So all that work you did just doesn't matter. Because you're going to come back to yourself at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you always come back to who you are. And if you're not upgrading who you are, then you just upgrade something that doesn't even matter. You're making it better for someone else. Like, what would be the point of upgrading something that's just going to leave and you're never going to get back? doesn't make sense. So you always got to be who you are. And I know it's like hard easier said than done cuz there's like a point where if you lose yourself, you lost yourself for a while. And it might take a while to come back. If you ever do come back, but well everyone comes back. Everybody comes back. But I mean shit, that's just sometimes how life goes. He's got to figure out how to also roll with the punches too. I mean, subconsciously, I'm back on the subconscious, but you've got, so you you, you push yourself down and you just, sometimes you just trying to find a new face, like a new way to go, like a new wave to ride. Like say you just surfing on whatever personality you can like be. Like if, if you are who you are, if like, if you're you, you just surfing on you. And that's just all you know is that wave that you're on. You're just you being you. But then when something bad goes happen, like, say you just fall off their board, that'd be like you breaking up. Just, that wave's gone. You just push that wave down. And then you just ride the next wave. And that next wave will be whatever face or personality you can find. Some people might go out of a relationship. They might find... I mean, you see people break up and then, like, just go crazy. That's just who they find. They just find the wrong people. And then you have people who break up and they go to find another guy, but that guy's better. And then, voila la, she found better. She found what she wanted. Or she might go, she might rebound and find someone worse. And then, there's a whole lot that go on there. And then sometimes, she breaks off, she finds something good, finds God, finds something, just changes for the better. I mean, there's just no telling, but. You're a vulnerable person after you break up because you've given up usually a lot to the last relationship you were in, and you just don't know what to do. And you just want a little guidance from whoever, and you just go with it. You just go with it no matter what. And that's just how that's just how people are after breakups. And that's gonna defi- and that the person you choose to be. That's gonna define who you are. And a lot of people come out of the like stuff like that they'll like find a God and they'll get the good change you can what you can have a face on your entire life if that might not be who you really are, but that might be who you act like you are, and you won't be happy. I feel like so, so God's a different subject because I mean the whole point of us being here is to figure out God, so I feel like if you're changed religiously, like you got converted, I think that actually. I think that does happen. I think people do really change when it comes to Christianity and all that stuff. Like, just changing, like, how, how they believe, their belief system, all that. I really believe people can't change that. But, like, because that's just a religious thing, like a spiritual. It does something to do with, like, psychology. Like, that's between you and God, so if you figure that out, you're good, too. Um, but... Oh, uh, you've got to figure that out. Okay. Crap, I kind of forgot my place. Uh, so you inside... Oh, crap, I don't remember. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll just continue on with, uh... So, you making decisions. Uh, you can't remember where you were. You dig into the brain. I don't know, but okay. So, I guess we we'll talk like you in a relationship. though, no, they they you got to put on a new face. And you, you put on whatever face comes around you first. You you just you just take it because you just want to feel something again. Because you are at your lowest point whenever you, your your true self has been told no. Like that is who you build yourself up to be. So when that thing gets told no, it just breaks. It falls apart. It just cracks. You have no control over yourself anymore. You have lost control over yourself. New thing takes over, your body or your subconscious pushes a while what got broke and just riding whatever high it has. That's like the wave. That's what I was talking about with the wave. And then the spiritual thing. But you riding that wave where you just partying and all that stuff. Like that's a high wave. Like you don't want to get off that wave and you you find riding that wave just subconsciously pushing you down because you having fun man you just riding that wave and yourself down here is telling you to get off that wave like that's not the wave you need to be on like it's going to end bad but you don't sometimes you don't always figure that out or sometimes you do figure it out and you hop off that wave and you go right back to the wave you you should be on the wave you are but who knows how long it takes someone to decide to listen to themselves and just get off the wave? Besides, most people just be riding that wave until they get tired or blah blah blah. Timing's different for everybody, and there's a, there's timing is basically what depicts what happens in life. Because if you come to someone at the wrong time, I mean, you get nothing out of it. But if two people meet at the exact right time, I mean, anything can happen. And I think that's kind of God kind of working a little bit too. I think we control our own lives, but I think he kind of orchestrates some stuff too. so who <clears throat> know uh about that like I don't know for sure, but I mean that wouldn't technically be free will then if he orchestrates stuff, so I don't know. I truly believe we have free will him I think he knows what decisions we're gonna make, but we had the decision to make it. It's like. Reading, it's like he reads the uh, Spart notes before he reads the book. Like, he figures out, like, all the good stuff. And then he just watches it. He just reads it anyways. Like, he knows what we're going to do before we do it. But yet, he's reading the book that someone else wrote. Like, mean, we wrote our own book. He just happens to already know all the answers when it happens. So, Or, like, whenever that event happens, he already knew it. But he didn't write the book. I think that's how... I think that's what we all we are to God. We're just a book with with our story, and He reads it, and yeah. And then we go on to heaven, or I guess some people might be going to hell. Like, yeah. So I think that's what it's about too. Just just make sure we. There's like so many distractions on Earth like, from what our goal is supposedly supposed to be, and, you know, like, all these relationships, like, I was talking about subconscious earlier, like, it had to be created by something, like, I don't know how just the universe comes up with all this stuff, like, there has to be a creator, because there's, everything's so unique and interesting and just, like, perfect and exact, that someone had to create it, this just can't happen from the universe, and uh so last thing I'm going to say, this is my, my last little part. We talked about Corona, talked about, like, our subconscious, talked about putting on a new face, talking about relationships, getting broke up with. Like, once you find yourself again, then you'll be living happy. You'll be making decisions that you're supposed to be making. But until you c- don't come out, you are not going to make the right decisions at all. Zero. percent h- of the time. So last thing I want to talk about is, uh, it's when, uh, hmm, how can I word this and make this make sense, or let this make sense, it's like, when you, like, when you pick, it's not why you make a decision, it's. I know this is taking a while, but I gotta like, so it's like you making a decision, like, it's not why you make a decision, it's like, mm. So it's like, this is, um, this is taking a long time, uh, so we talked about corona, talked about the subconscious, talk about relationships, talk about some concerns like when you put on their face. I don't really remember, honestly, what I was going to talk about, so I'm just going to ta- start talking about something else. Hopefully, we'll make. Hopefully, I can remember. So, uh, I was earlier about the decisions that you make, and, uh, And like how each. Ah, I remember now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, (coughs) in life, everything is gonna. Everything you do is for a good reason. Like, everything happens for a reason. But everything in your life is supposed to go right. Like, no decision you. Nothing in your life will ever, like, not go right if you, like, trust it. So, everything. Every decision that I've made so far. Like, that was the decision I was supposed to make. And, like, it might not make sense now, but when you get to, like, the point of when it, like, the thing happens that you want to happen, as long as you just trust, like, and just just keep on going, like, everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And you're going to be truly happy because you're in the life that you're supposed to live. Yeah, everyone has a different process. Of, like, how long it takes to get there and what they get when they get there. I mean, everyone's different. But say, like, a lot of stuff in my life went bad. Let's say, like, that happened. And then I started, like, just, I just, uh just like, you know, kept believing that, like, I'm going to get, like, what I want. I'm going to get the girl that I want, the job that I want. Like, I'm not going to let, like, any of this hold me back no matter just what life throws at me. Like you're gonna get exactly what you want as long as you stay true to yourself and just pushing forward. Then so not everyone not everyone wants the same thing. Like some people might want more in life than other people. But I think if everyone if you truly want something like if you actually said what you want, then you will get it. You just gotta like keep like moving in the right direction. Like it might not, it might not be hard or it might not be realistic to like I mean, it might not be a realistic thing at all. Like what you want, like you thought you'd have maybe, man, that's never gonna happen. That's like so impossible. But I think we go exactly where we're supposed to go. Like, we do exactly what we were, like, what we were supposed to do. Now, if you give up on yourself or you give up trying, then yeah, you're not gonna mount to anything. And those are the people that don't mount. The people that just give up. The people that don't give up, that have the hard times, they always come out with the best. They just, they didn't give up. And I think that's something we all got to do at, at this point, at this age. Whenever, like, all of these, there's a lot of decisions going on right now. Like, some people are deciding to leave college. Some people are trying to stay in college. Some people are trying to get jobs. Some people are trying to get married. Some people are going to start having kids soon. Like, there's so many decisions that are just flying around like crazy so many decisions and we're just gonna have to know like what decision to make and you make decisions and like I said then we come back to subconscious and you don't know why you made it but you made it but that's exactly what's supposed to happen you just gotta trust in your gut just trust your gut your brain overthinks too much everyone overthinks if you just trust your gut everything's gonna go the way it has planned the way it was supposed to go everyone has a different plan God has a different plan for every single person you make your own plan, but he knows it. He already read the quick or the spark notes. He's got it. He's got all the answers about you. You just gotta trust. And just, just keep it going. Like the book clearly finishes, and it's clearly got a good ending. It's your book. If you if you believe in if you believe in happy endings, then you're gonna have a happy ending. And I personally believe in a happy ending. I think every book deserves a happy ending, where everyone gets what they want. If you, of course, if you deserved it. Karma's a bitch, too, by the way. I truly believe in karma. I think some people get shit because they just have a shit attitude. And they just think everything's shit, so it's what they're going to get is shit. When they don't, they in reality, have better than shit. When people don't realize what they have, that's when usually they lose stuff. Or stuff doesn't go right for them. It might go right for a minute. I might feel good for a minute. It's about me to check on you just realize, okay, exact, nope, you have not changed at all. You're still the same person. You still have the same attitude. You're still this. You're still that. So you're still not going to get anything good. The people that view the world differently or better or, uh, or more grateful, they're definitely going to get more. They're definitely going to achieve more. But the people that just have that terrible attitude and just have that negative look on the world and everything around them, then I think that's the point where you just don't get the good stuff that everyone else be getting. Like, you you put yourself back. It's like you're hindering yourself from just getting what the other people want that just have just a humble outlook. I think humble people get the most in life. I, I believe that to be true. I, I like to think of myself as a, I mean, i can say humble, but I like to see myself as pretty humble. But I think, I mean, there's definitely people way more humble than me. I think the most humble people get the most. Selfish people get a lot on earth, but I don't think they get a lot inside. Selfish people, you get the most externally, for sure. If you only look out for yourself, then of course you're going to achieve. But the most humble people in the inside, I think, definitely get the most, like, internally. Like, you feel good. At, like, if you're truly humble, you feel good about how other people are. Like I can't say I'm truly humble because there are some people in this world that I want them to feel a certain type of way, and if I was truly humble, I would just want them to be happy. Don't get me wrong; I want them to be happy, but it's just under my and under I guess what I want, not exactly what they want. And I think if you can't feel, you can't want someone to be their own type of happy, then you ain't humble and you're just selfish. You want people to only feel good a certain way. That's selfish. Like, Let them pick. It's their life. Those are the humble people. That truly care about everybody. Those are the most humble. Those are the true humble people. Enemy, friend, boyfriend, wife, girlfriend, son, daughter, parents, best friend, cousin, and uncle don't matter. If you can just look at one person... And just want them to be truly happy. That is what makes somebody humble. I'm not that humble. Like I said. I don't want everyone to succeed. I want some people to fail. And I don't even know why I want some of these people to fail. But I do. But I'm just not a truly humble person. And But as I was saying. Just in life. The people that are gonna win, are the people that are willing to, like externally, are doing whatever it takes. And if they only, if you only care about yourself, you're selfish. You will get a lot of stuff externally. But it's that it's not what it's about. It's not what it's about to me. It might be different. Like maybe, maybe people do care more about external stuff. Like all I care about is internal. Like all I want with somebody it's just like a connection i guess just to like just i don't know be i don't know free i guess and i think not everybody can offer that but i think there's some people that can and it's a matter of just finding that person as i said before once you find the one you just know and sometimes like i said it's just a process sometimes you found them But then you just got to keep learning and learning and learning. And then one day they're clicking or one day it won't. And not everyone's got the same story. Everyone has their own story about everything that happens in their life. Like no no two people's life are going to have the same path. And you learn a lot and you have different experiences, different emotions, different feelings. From anything you learn from. And uh, I think another thing that's interesting is emotion like, how emotions work in people, like, you can't, there's, like, there's no physical feeling for an emotion, now, if you're, uh, sad, I mean, I guess you can cry, that's, like, a physical thing, if you're happy, you may cry, if it's funny, you will laugh, but if you take away, like, the physical stuff, the feelings are just, like, it just feels like like I guess something just released in your body, like, if you're sad, you just, like, kind of, it's kind of lazy, I guess. If you're depressed, you're kind of just, like, lazy. But if you're happy, usually you're kind of more, like, bright and, like, up, just, like, alert, you know? And if, if some funny, then you just feel, like, you feel light. You feel uplifted, kind of, in a way. And it's just, like, a different... how It's, like, crazy how emotions feel, like, how they make you feel because... Like some emotions just don't have like a physical attachment to them, and it's just kind of like just there. You are just kind of just there, and it's like how you feel. It's just weird that you just feel something, like love, for example. Like that's a crazy feeling. Like sadness. That's like it's just a. Like, for you to feel like sad, like that's just crazy. I don't know. Feelings are weird. But. I was saying earlier. You get everything you deserve. And life is like a story game. You can take. There's, there's only one way to get to the next level. You gotta walk from point A to point B. And you have to attack. And kill. Or go through whatever is in between. And you as long as you want to take. While you sit inside this level. There's only one way out of that level. That's just moving on to the next one. And gradually before long. The next say, you know you beat the game. But there's only one way to get there. You can take it however much time. You can take however long of a path you want to take. But there's one place you're going. So it's like, whenever I, when I was born, whenever I was in the fourth grade, I had to, I had to like have all A's. I had to do it. But on the process of getting there, I could do whatever I want. But I have that exact milestone. There's no matter what I would have done in my life, I was going to have straight A's in the fourth grade, no matter what I did. I could have, no matter what I chose to do on the way up there, that was going to happen for sure. And, like, the next part of my life, like, I was going to graduate as, like, a salutatorian. No matter what route I took, there was only one exit. There was only one way to go to that next level, and I had to be a salutatorian. That's the only way I could get there. But the process of how I got there, that was up to me. But like there's no matter what I could have done... I had to be a sedatorian. And it's kind of like that. Like, that's how life is. Life works at these levels. There's only one way out. You can take however long path you want to do it. You can kill the enemies however you want to kill them. But all that matters is, is you go to the next little, the, the hall, or to the entrance or to the hole that you had to go through to get to the next level. Like, that never changes. That will never change. So I graduated as Okay. I had to do that. Then the next part of my life, well, Who knows? Maybe I'll get married to this so-and-so girl. Like, no matter what I did between getting salutatorian and getting married, I was going to accomplish that no matter what. There's nothing I could have done in this thing that would have changed it. But I had the freedom to go about it however I wanted to go about it. I think that's not how... I think that's, that's how it works. I think that's how life works. Of course, like, saying that, it's saying like we had it, like those big decisions predetermined and that takes out the free will. But at the same time, maybe that's just the way that our author wrote it. and Maybe we're our own author. Like Maybe we write our own story and then we're, this is just us living out the story that we wrote. I don't know. Like God published our story and then here we are getting the Live it out. The story that we wrote up and published. And it's just us living out the story that we wrote. Maybe that's how it is. Maybe that's how, maybe that's how this works. But it's, I just feel like in everyone's life, as long as you trust it, everything will turn out right and well. As long as you've got karma on your side and you've got your heart in the right place, you'll get whatever you want and you'll accomplish whatever you want. But not everyone has that same mentality and some people view it Earth differently or more sadly or this and that. And they don't always see I guess like the bigger picture and just trust if you just keep if you beat all the levels, you will beat the game and there's nothing more satisfactory than beating the game. So I think that's kinda the way life is too. Like if we do everything right, we beat the game. But at the end of the day, we're gonna like, heck yeah. And then some games you can just free roam it and that's like how we're going to be. I Maybe mean, when you're 40, you accomplished exactly everything you set up for your life. And you beat the game and now you just, now you just exploring. You have every, like, you beat it. Like, you've accomplished life. You, you're, you feel good. And then it's just time to just leisure and just celebrate. And that's what you get to do for the next 40 years. You know, I think, like, everyone beats their game at a different point. Some people spend their whole life trying to beat the game. Some people don't beat the game. They, have, they just quit and just try to move on. That's not how it works with games. Once you start that game, it's your job to finish that game. And if you don't finish it, well, you should never got the game. So everyone's got to finish their own game. Sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you grind out anyways. Sometimes you put it off and come back to it. And that's another thing, too. Like I said about your personality earlier... Sometimes you can drop the game and go do something else. That's like you, when you're focusing on yourself, but you change your personality, put on that fake face and that fake view image of yourself. You ain't beating your game, but you're not done with your game. And so when it's time for you to play that game again, you're going to put your fake face away, put your real face on, and keep and keep trying to get there, keep trying to grind. But of course, if you, put the, if you put the game away for too long, then maybe your PlayStation might break, or maybe the game might get scratched up. Maybe the TV might be too old. Who knows? I mean, there's so many things that could happen. But, who knows? Anything can happen. So, yeah. So, life is like a game. And you are your own developer of the game. You, you, There's only one way to beat it. So, you got to do it that way. Or at least you got to go to that route. Everyone might take a different route, but there's only one way to go. It's kind of like whenever you go on maps. It might give you four different routes to take, but either way you're going to the same spot in the end. That's kind of how the games work. You can take whatever route you want to take. At the end of the day, you're still going to go to the same spot. I think that works for everybody. Everyone everyone might have the free will to choose what route to take, but at the end of the day, there's only one place to go. So it doesn't matter how bad of a route you choose, you're still going to get to the same spot. But one route might be better, superior to another route. And sometimes you don't realize that until you're either taking the route or the route is over. And I think after that you just gotta learn. Like, right? learn what route to take. But there's always, well, there's always more routes to take until you finally made it all the way there. Then you're there. And that's when you die. Finally reach your de- final destination. Think about it live. We have a starting destination. We have a final destination. It's where you started the search at. That's when that's when you're born, and then death is the final like whenever you get to the final spot, that's your death, that's your final destination. Like there's only one thing for sure in life, and that's death. Nothing else is certain or given. The only thing that you know for sure is that you will die, and it's not really that scary. That's just how life works, and so it's what you do between now and your death, and that's what your right. That's what your life is remembered for is. What you did between this period of time and this period of time. So after you die, you're done. You can't change that then. Like what you've done is done. It's just how you're gonna leave your lo- your mark on the earth when you're here for your 80 years. like just think about all the billions and billions and billions of people we know absolutely nothing about, and their life is nothing now. It means absolutely nothing. The only thing they might have going for them is they might have kin living. So that, that, that might be their only tie to just uh, like just being anything if their bloodline died, I mean, they're nothing they're literally gone from history, they never matter, they never existed, they're nothing that, that's how people view it on earth at least, of course, I mean afterlife, of course, you're going to be happy and in paradise and it won't even matter, but like is that is that important to you or somebody is how you the mark you put on this earth or does it even matter at all that's just I think a personal question too subconsciously so does what you what you accomplish on the earth matter or is what you accomplish matter to you everyone has gonna have a different answer to that and that's kind of like an introverted and extroverted kind of question it's like are you focused only on accomplishing stuff for yourself or you com- Or focus on accomplishing to make a world a better place. It's okay to pick either because it's your one life. So why not choose to try to make it better for you? Or you might use your one life and sacrifice trying to make it better for everybody else. It's just how you are. Now, personally, I believe I'm going to just look out for myself. So, but, I mean, it's just, I think, how I am. Not everybody's going to do that. And so, I think that's just another thing that makes us interesting. There's, like, the decision, all the decisions we make, and all the decisions we're forced to make. Uh, so... Yeah, I think that's, uh, all I got for this episode. There's a, lot. I basically covered everything I covered in the last one. So, yeah. Uh, I guess this is it for episode one, so... Peace.